Shout out to Jock. Hey, I don't know what Jock doing now. Young Jock was trending for some strange reason a while back. I think he tried. Oh, this nigga. I don't know if he air sprayed his beard on or something like that. I don't know. We're not starting a podcast with Young Jock. But one thing's for sure. Two things for certain. I go by the name of Kurt James, a.k.a. Young Kurt. And this is In The Cut with Kurt James podcast episode 20 or 21. I want to say it's 20 right now. But we are live and direct. Holla if you hear me, people. What's going on with y'all? What's goody? Hannon. Got Young Stiff in the building. Young Cody. What's going on, my brother? Chilling, chilling, Got chilling. some food yeah, at I'm the waiting door. For my food. Say, the app say my food has arrived. Waiting for these Uber Eats. This is yeah, Uber I'm Eats nigga. Seeing... This nigga love Uber Eats, boy, now. I tell you. <laughs> what is it, Uber Eats or what? DoorDash. Wingstop. Oh, DoorDash, DoorDash, one or the other. But another week, another episode in the cut with Kurt James podcast, episode 20, 20 or 21. Uh, got my guy Showtime with Stiff in the building as well. New episodes on the horizon. And we're just going to start it off like this, man. Uh, first and foremost, you know, we had to take a week off. I had to take a week off last week. Just a lot of stuff going on in my life. Um, but first and foremost, man, I got to say rest in peace to the late, great Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX, man. Oh, man, that was um, the news wasn't looking good initially when we got the reports. And then our um, the plug. yeah, man. They pulled the plug, man, and our brother DMX, a.k.a. Earl Simmons, he transitioned to the next phase of his life, man. So I just want to give um, a shout-out to DMX and all the great music and all the great content. He's provided for us throughout the years, man, and I want to give a um, a shout-out to his family, man. Prayers uh, to DMX's family and everything, and um, yeah, man, that was tough. That was tough to deal with. I know a lot of y'all. Too, I know a lot of y'all was born in 2000. Y'all don't know about DMX, but go back and listen to that first album. Um, it's dark and hell is hot. Hit that. I was. I ain't gonna lie. I, I've been bumping that album like crazy ever since he passed. That first album. Great project, by the way. Classic. What you gotta say? I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, Showtime. Like, to be honest, like DMX, man. Me. Hey, Showtime was stiff podcast in this building. Showtime bro. was stiff podcast in the building, but man, uh, yeah, um, I ain't gonna lie. Um, to be honest, I read like people thinking like people thinking like I know I don't want to sound like, like like the typical like person after somebody passed, but right, I've always been a fan of DMX, like, and I always like always fuck with DMX from Death Jam Vendetta to classic street, video games. To, like, oh my to, god, to, to street hoops though. Hey, they street hoops. Who we be? They don't know. Hey, I've been bumping who we be to, on repeat. To, to like Mike when they was in when uh when uh Morris Chestnut and Lil Bow was in the car bumping that uh up in here. Y'all hill. gonna make me lose my mind up in here. Even even if you wasn't a diehard DMX fan, you were familiar with his music because it was all over the TV, all over your iPod or CD player. Like you had to play DMX at some point in your life. So. Man, that was just initially when we got the news, I knew it wasn't looking great, but um 
now that he's transitioned and he's in a better place, man, I just got to think about all the great memories DMX has left with us, all the great music. And again, for all them youngsters out there, go back and listen to his catalog. Um, Undeniable. Undeniable catalog. Just shouts out to X, man, and then prayers up to his family. Uh yeah, yeah. Prayers up to his family for sure. Yeah. DMX, DMX is definitely like iconic. He, he iconic had a great impact on the culture. Where's his emotions on his sleeve? He was actually one of the few rappers that was actually he was a gangster, but at the same time he was vulnerable. He wasn't afraid to wear his emotions on his sleeve. And I like that he embraced Jesus. Oh yeah. yeah, hey, DMX would whip out a prayer in, in, in an instant, in a heartbeat, and you need people like that around you. You need spirits like that around you. So, again, man, rest in peace to one of the realest, Earl Simmons, aka DMX. Um, and again, for all of those who aren't familiar with this music, I would recommend go back and listen to that first album. It's dark and hell is hot. Great project. Um, niggas is greedy. Great song. Uh, niggas then started something. Great records. I could go on for days, but um, enough about that. I didn't want to start off on a somber tip. How you guys been out? How, how you guys been this week, man? I ain't gonna lie, like I know you told me off camera, man. You've been, you know, you've been booed up with Shouty. Yeah, definitely. Shouty, who ran up a tab with us for those who follow who follow the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I've been good. I ain't gonna lie. Like school, school has been a little hectic this past week. Like my guy Showtime still dealing, in still in college right now, trying to get his masters. masters. Like, I ain't gonna lie, but other than that, like, I've been better than out. me. Working out, still been doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling, working. I've been hooping out. more. I've been hooping more. I mean, you are a basketball trainer, so I hope I, I do hope you've been on your hooping shit. Just, oh, that's fucking tough. That, tough, tough stuff. I would give Cody the mic, but he's very upset with his um with his Uber Eats order. Was it Uber Eats or oh, DoorDash? Yes, he has DoorDash. One of the main reasons I don't DoorDash. I've I've actually never DoorDashed. Never DoorDashed. I don't trust. I don't. I like to order my food and pick it up myself, just because I don't trust the delivery driver, the delivery drivers, and I don't. I've just heard bad stories about Uber Eats and DoorDash, so I can't really fuck with it. Me personally, I know it's convenient for a lot of for a lot of y'all out there, but me personally, I'm not a DoorDash or Uber Eats kind of guy. I know it's convenient though. I know it's very convenient. What you got, blue cheese? Oh well, damn! That they shit wasted sp- every bit of it. Damn, wasted all the fucking damn. blue cheese in the bag. Just I'm not gonna lie. Another reason I can't fuck with y'all. Like I ain't gonna lie. Treat I really, my shit with care. I'm a. I ain't gonna lie. I've I've been. I recently like. I'm not gonna say recently, but like, like I I fuck with blue cheese heavy. I'm definitely a blue cheese. Oh yeah. Man. Now growing up, I was a ranch connoisseur just because Same. Texans. A a lot of Texans got the corn too. Put ranch on everything. I think. It's kind of tradition to put ranch on everything, yeah. even things that ranch doesn't go on. Pizza, just pizza a, hard though. It's hard. It's hard. See, I've grown out of that phase, so I can't criticize. But I, okay, oh, of course you need Damn. that. You need that Louis, Louisiana rub. Oh, lemon garlic. Lemon, I've been lemon on garlic. that. I'm probably gonna fuck with that whole next. Lemon pepper, garlic, parmesan, fire. Oh no, it's perfect. big fire. Oh, that's perfect, and of that's course, she got the fried corn for shorty. Hey, hey, hey what Ross say? In case shorty want to get a fried corn. <laughs> but yeah, I was never really a. Um, I was always a ranch guy. Hated blue cheese, but once I got a little bit older, and my roommate, shout out to Dre, he's a New Orleans nigga, and New Orleans niggas they love blue cheese. He said, "Yo, Texans overuse ranch for a lot of shit for no reason," and I and I agree with that. 
And I want to say going on four or five years now, I've been, I've been a blue cheese guy. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Big blue blood. cheese. I'm a blue cheese nigga too. So what's up, man? What's, what's happening? Blue cheese and my off whites. What you mean? What's happening, boy? <laughs> what's happening? Young Still, what's up, man? Hey, I would give Cody the mic, but Cody is deep into his fried corn into his food man. right now. But we gon' we gonna hold it down right now. Just let me know how the camera look. Uh, Focus is still good. We still straight. But no, um, I'm cool, dog. You cool? You chilling? I ain't gonna lie, man. Um, oh yeah, so Shorty, you and Shorty went on a little picnic. Yes, we did. Little picnic. Okay. I ain't gonna lie to you, cause I ain't never really, but I ain't never really did no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I've never been on a picnic. Thought about doing it, but never been on a picnic. But I ain't gonna lie to you. Like this, it's actually like I went to the uh, Memorial Park, Eastern Glaze. Okay, nice, nice area. Definitely, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like a little go to area. I for sure like. I thought went on that whole like. It's like okay, I definitely wanna do this shit again. What? But I kind of, but I kind of want to do it towards the evening rather than the morning. Okay, what was on the menu? The menu it was it was, it was Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Okay. Jersey Mike's. Uh, some wine, some water. Of course, of course. Powerade. This man love wine. Let me tell y'all. Um, What's your go-to wine? Uh, lady. now we aren't now we aren't rich wine connoisseurs for all you rich niggas out there. Okay, we still. We still, you know, going with our Chardonnays and our Merlots, but um, I ain't gonna lie. what's a go-to for you? Uh, go-to for me, uh, it it's been Roscado, but Roscado, it's been Roscado. Okay. It's pretty cool, but I'm kind of I'm I'm I'm, I'm low key trying to get away from the from the sweet from the sweet wines and going to the more like the drier wines. Yep. But I mean, I ain't gonna lie, like that was on the menu, some chips, and I ain't gonna lie, like it's def, I ain't gonna lie, it's a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe, it's a vibe set but, the mood. But but I would but pick a blanket and all that. Absolutely, absolutely. But do not like do not go with a girl that you don't fuck with. Like if you now she cool, you fuck with her, then go. But if it's cause that's cause to me that's way too intimate. Of course, now a picnic a, you don't do that with you a picnic is intimate. That's like real picnic intimate. very intimate. I like you. If I'm taking your ass on a picnic, oh, excuse yeah. me, I'm very interested. I can see a future with us. You might meet the family. That's something outside the realm of meet me at a bar, meet me at a, a restaurant. So and, picnic, and, and her mom dropped her off. I can tell you really fuck with Shorty. Yeah, I definitely do. But, but to take to, to take her out on a picnic date, which I've know, never done. But you know me though. But you know me. What you mean? I know you. You know. What me. does that mean? Um, what? Trust me. Don't act like you're romantic or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I would say I'm a romantic nigga, but I'm just saying. Like, what you mean? Like I'm still. What like, were you I'm, implying? I'm, I'm, I'm still him. What do you mean I'm, you're I'm, still I'm, him? Okay, you know what? Elaborate. I'm still like. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with her. <laughs> still Cody fucking up that corn. By the yeah, way, I'm nigga, looking right yeah, at this yeah, nigga. Yeah, my nigga I'm like, my nigga, nigga going in. My yeah, God, yeah. damn. Hey, I'm gonna give me something. Yeah. That's how you be eating the cat, Cody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all my uh for all my aunts that might be listening right now. <laughs> Go ahead, yo. <laughs> my nigga was fucking that corn up, and y'all gotta see it. I'm like, damn, nigga. I'm sorry, this nigga. I'm, he is right in my view. But go ahead, Steph. Go ahead, Showtime. Oh, oh shit. But uh, like I was saying, um, I mean, like I be, I'm not fuck with Shorty, but it's like, I ain't, it's not signed, still delivered. Like it's. I like that. It's not signed, sealed, delivered. But I do fuck with her, though. I'm not gonna fuck lie. with her, but I say, it. hey, she don't need to meet the people until 2022. Until it's like, and I know that's a while. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe 
going into the new year. You know, we 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 gotta make sure she. We gotta see. We give it the, let's make. We gotta make sure she passed a couple tests. Before you, before you introduce her to the fam. Nah, it, nah, facts. Nah, not like this. Nah, because now nah, if we make it to now, nah, we go into the summer, and we you know we continue to go on dates. And, cause I don't like the, cause I ain't gonna lie, like, can't introduce every female to your family. You can't do that. I know a lot of niggas that do that. I'm not saying you do it, but I know a lot of niggas that do it in my family and outside the family. It's not a good look. Okay, she gotta pass some tests before I want to see her at Thanksgiving at Christmas. Cause I'm gonna be like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't. Know. <laughs> who shit. the fuck are you? Real shit, cousin. <laughs> Honest, so honestly, so if I'm, me personally, like if Devin brought one of his chicks to the crib, I would be like, really? You coming over here to the family dinner? And I didn't heard all type of shits about you. You might be selling drugs, selling dope. We don't know what you're doing. So like, I need to. And me, that's how I. That's how I come off. That's how I'm giving it up. Now I would never disrespect another man's woman, of course, but. I'm not gonna be all chatty chatty with her. Oh no! Right? It, if you if, if you were, you just met this nigga two months ago, now you at the family dinner? Oh no! I don't respect it. I respect you. I won't disrespect her, but we not chopping it up like that. No. Oh, not trust me, me. Not bro, I. Cody broke. Hey. Not well, my me, pop ex Cody was ass. Not really. Though. He went. <laughs> Explain yourself. But you're an ass. Which is the ass? <laughs> <laughs> so your brother Cody was an asshole to your previous ex that you brought home. Yes, I mean you don't I, say. I wouldn't say like Cody wouldn't just blank like he wouldn't just blankly just being mean, but it was like Cody claims know, he was being himself. You know, but you know, but you know, you know him, so it's like. Why did see, you think he was being? Well, you think I, naturally your brother is an ass at times. Yeah. Oh, but but, that's, but I'm you. I mean, I'm used to it, so it's like, because even she was like, yo, does he not like me? And I was like, no. He don't not. know you. I was like, it's not that. He, 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 like, he just don't know you. <laughs> I don't know the bitch. I'm sorry. I didn't see you. I was like, hey, what's going on? I said, nah, if it was like, Sup. if it was a situation like, <laughs> like if Cody brought like if Cody brought a girl home and she met me, I'll probably be like more talkative with her. I'm more... Because I'm more, you're more talkative normal than Cody is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm so more, it fits I'm, your personality. Hold up, Cody. Talking to the mic real quick. Real quick. I know you're eating. Yeah, but when I met her, I was like, was you know, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. You know? And then, <laughs> what else I got to say? <laughs> hey, what else I, I got to say? I don't know you. At, like, what you mean? Like, then I went back to my room and kicked it. <laughs> okay, understandable, because we got to have our they own. they was doing their thing, too, anyway. Like, they was in the middle of about to go do something. Because we got to have our own personal relationship before I can really just chop it up with you like that. Like, I, like, I like to build my own personal relationship with my with my family members' partners, right? Just because y'all are together doesn't mean we have to be all in in full-blown conversation, engaged. We have to, I have to actually know more about you before I can actually move forward. So, I get it. I get it. I don't know how we got on that, but uh, 15 minutes in. Yo, okay. <laughs> Speaking of cards, you know what? Speaking of I'll, cards, you know what? No. We good on time on the camera though. Go ahead, Nick. Keep talking, Nick. Um, I'll briefly go over this. But yeah, I'll, real quick. I, I will talk about this on Showtime. By the way, I will elaborate. But just a quick brief. Quick yo, briefing. Yo, show she cussed in front of my mom playing Uno. But like, and the thing was like, it wasn't like a. What was the cuss word? It was like, damn. damn. Multiple times. And it was like my mom was like, 
And the funny thing was like my mom, my mom was laughing. I know like, she was laughing, but she was probably like, I know this little Wayne chain. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I already know. Hey, I, I know how like, Auntie get down. Remember, I know how my mama get down, bro. Cause I remember I told her like, hey, chill, 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 chill. And I remember like after the after the game was over, I was like, yo, you cannot Damn, live no more. Yeah, but it was. But I ain't gonna lie, like she. I she mean, was out of pocket for that. No, I I checked that. You can't it. curse in front of somebody else's parents, especially if if that's your first time meeting them like that. Yeah, in my opinion. But we'll get off that. We'll yeah, get off yeah, that. Yeah, off, off we'll that. get off that again. This is Please. in the cut with Kurt James podcast episode twenty. In the cut um, with Kurt, man. Twenty or twenty one, but um, man. Oh, shout out to my boy Zach Jones, man. He's out there in Tulum, Mexico. My. Brother, living life. his best life right now, and again, I do. Huh? Big twenty nine. Big twenty nine. I ain't want to put his age out there, but big twenty nine. I ain't gonna I lie. I got super jealous. I gotta get. Zach I haven't been credit. to Mexico in forever. You went to so Mexico? I, no, I had. Um, I went on a. What are those trips called? Uh, those church trips, missionary trip. When I was like twelve or thirteen, but so I didn't really get to experience Mexico. Oh, okay, so. Exactly. I wasn't turning okay. up, seeing no ass, no titties, no tequila. It was all, <laughs> it was none of that. So I'm very envious of Zach. But I will say this. I saw one of my homegirls or a chick I messed with or used to mess with. She booked a cruise somewhere. So cruises are back or uh, getting back opening. So we need to set that up soon. We, 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 we need to get that in motion. Because y'all know in the South... Well, shit, everywhere is really getting back wide open, honestly. Not to full capacity, but I want to say say the Rangers, they're at full capacity at their stadium. Like, they're the first baseball team to allow full capacity. Um, Full capacity. This was about two weeks ago, the Texas Rangers. Oh, yeah. This was about two weeks ago at the Texas Rangers Stadium in Arlington. Full capacity. And what else? I want to say um, a UF um, the UFC event uh, that's going on with Dana. Uh, I think Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier are having a rematch, and they're at full capacity as well. So, hey, things are getting, hey, things are getting back to normal. I hope so. But while we're on that topic, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Um, so it was paused. It was paused this week after a study. Or, well, basically, they were doing some research, and the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was linked to uh, blood co- blood clots. A couple of individuals who had the Johnson & Johnson vaccine um, experienced blood, co- blood clots, I'm sorry, after they got the shot. So, and I believe the Johnson & Johnson is only one shot. It's not two shots. So... Um, they came out with a statement recently, we're recording this on Friday, which stated that there's no evidence that their vaccine is directly linked to the blood clots that certain patients are having. Because there was like, there was about, it was only six out of like three million people. That's what, so, and, and so it's, but I get, but it, at the same time, it is a little, it's very alarming. It is for sure. That. They're pausing those vaccination shots 
suggest to do a little bit more research. Which means you feel like, so you feel like they, they didn't dive deep enough in the first place. I mean, I, honestly, because I feel like me personally, I feel like we developed this vaccine a little too quick, a little too fast compared to other vaccines. But um, actually, you know, young Cody, how do you feel, you know, from a brother that's gotten two vaccines, uh, two vaccination shots? How do you feel? feel about my vaccine personally or yeah. the Johnson Johnson situation? Just in general, overall, how do you feel about your sh- about your vaccinate? How do you feel post-vaccine shots and how do you feel overall about that? I mean, you know me, you know, I was definitely very skeptical at first. For sure, talk and to the mic. And getting it. You know, the day, I was, you was with me the day before. I was still like, I don't know, I might, I might, you t- I might, <laughs> might cancel the appointment last minute. Exactly. Last minute cancellation. Very skeptical, very on edge about it. Um, but I mean, I think what got me to the point where I was like, I'm going to go ahead and do it <coughs> was just the amount of like time that I'm around, like directly around people, specifically kids. Yeah, because you're in the education field. Yeah, and then with training too. Like, so I'm with kids all day, 24-7. Every day. Basically. Like, you know what I'm saying? They the, they the carriers. You know what I mean? So that was really your true motivation behind getting the vaccination well, that, that, shot. That, okay, that's what just started a little bit. I don't, that started the... I think what pushed me over the edge, though, kind of was the... What's the name? When Granny was like, you can't come to the sip until... Yes, our grandmother won't allow us... If, if you guys have been following the podcast, our grandmother won't allow us to come out there if we don't have a vaccination shot. I don't know how serious she is, but I think she is very serious. Yeah, at least that's the way my mama make it seem. And so like, which one did she get? Uh, Granny, by the way. I honestly don't know off the top of my head. Cause y'all got Pfizer, mama. right? Mine is Pfizer. Yeah, my mama I think got Moderna. And my mom was talking. My mom was talking about getting the Johnson and Johnson because it's one shot. But she hasn't gotten hers, and she's in the medical field. Like, so okay, what what what's her concern about multiple shots? I we had that conversation a while back and I don't remember it so I don't want to um, yeah, misrepresent her opinion. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, I was like, "Mom, you do know that has the lowest percentages after out of all of the vaccines." And I don't want to take no vaccine from a baby oil company. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I don't want to take a vaccine from them niggas. Yeah, now correct me if I'm wrong. If if I've taken other vaccination shots from them in the past, correct me, listeners, but me personally, nah, not for. with that. Not with mean. that. Yeah, that. Not with it. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, Mom, what you mean? This this got the worst percentages of them all. So I don't want to misrepresent her opinion. But go ahead, Cody. But yeah, also I was like, well, you know, they say they're having that little uh, 80th birthday thing in August, and I was like, Damn, uh, my birthday is coming up in August. And I Fuck. was like, Well, damn. You know, the years is getting. I gotta be there. Listen, the years is getting up there, and it's like you know what I'm saying. Like every day ain't promised. We learned exactly. that from 2020. Exactly. So it's like, you know, if something would happen, and then I don't see it, like I really let that stop me. But then it's like, I feel people if they do, you know, just stand strong on that. And they don't want to get it, you know, even if they had a situation like that. But I was just like, that really would push me over the edge the most. Okay, was our was our grandmother. If you guys don't know, I'm related to these guys off camera. We have the same real grandmother. Life, real life, real life. Not so not real Exactly, life. real life. We have the same grandmother. So real first, life. first first cousin, not second, third, or fourth, nigga, real first. Life. So 
I understand the motivation behind him getting his vaccine because because we want to see our grandmother. And again, 2020 taught us that life isn't promised. We can go at any point, at any time. So I understand having that type of motivation. But um, prayers to everybody who got the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine. I'm just hoping. Moderna boys. Moderna boys. And when you getting yours, Showtime? Because you in the same boat with me. Wednesday. Oh, you got yours already? This past Wednesday. Oh, you already got yours. I did not know that. Okay, yeah. so how you feeling? My shoulder was sore for a little bit, but I ain't gonna But lie. that's normal after I any shot. I, like the day I got the shot, I went and worked out like right after that. Right. Next day, I took the day off. My, sh- my shoulder was a little sore. And then today, I worked out. So I'm, ba- I'm back. So you, sh- so you back normal, feeling good. Yeah. Like when I'm is good. your second shot scheduled? In like another month or probably, two weeks? Probably a month. Okay. 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 And for all the viewers and listeners wondering, no, young Kurt, Kurt James has not gotten his shot. If you follow this podcast or if you're brand new to it, I have always said that I'm going to be one of the last mofos to get that vaccine. So I'm just being consistent with my take. But enough about the vaccines. Um, damn, it was hard for me to avoid this because I was trying to avoid these these topics for a while. Um, Let's go. The police are wilding out again. I mean, what else can I, what else can I say about this? I mean, I mean, at this point, it just seems as if it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's expected. And I think as black men, as black men, black women, black people, we're not surprised. I'm not shocked. Um, I've I've told you guys before on my platform that. I'm not, I haven't been watching the George Floyd uh, trial. Well, specifically Derek Chauvin, because George Floyd, he's not on trial. He's dead. Rest in peace. Because a, a, a cop murdered him, Derek Chauvin. I don't like that. So I haven't been, oh, you don't like what? I don't like that. Like, for some reason, that's really bothering me, like the George Floyd trial. Like, exactly. That, it, it's really bothering me because. Why isn't it why why is why isn't the cop's name like why isn't he the headline exactly more so it's like but it, it's still like George Floyd as like, opposed to George Floyd like, exactly George like, Floyd has passed away, Derek Chauvin like, was let, the like, one. Let the dead rest. That, that's really, that's really bothering me. No, this is about Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin. Yeah, Chauvin. Yeah, him. Like it's about him. And Make sure we pronounce in, his in, name in the right. wrong in the wrongs he did. This is not about George Floyd on any levels. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was a victim, but it's like. Stop making stop, stop calling this the George Floyd trial. It's not like, the George Floyd trial. It's not. And again, I've been just as a black man, I've seen this throughout my entire life. I've seen cops get off. I've seen police officers not take accountability for their actions. And I've seen them do fuck shit repeatedly to our people. So me personally, I've I've tried to just stay off social media. I've tried to stay away from CNN, Fox News, just because I'm, I've seen this before. It's all too familiar for me. So I've been staying away from that trial purposely. But then again, it's been a, a whirlwind of events when it comes to the police. Now, um, damn, where do I start? Uh, Dante Wright uh, in Minnesota as well. And I saw the video, and again, I was trying to avoid that video for the longest, just because black trauma doesn't excite me anymore, especially when it comes to the police. It's something that's expected. It's unfortunate, but again, it's something that I try to avoid. It's very depressing. It's like it's mood altering. It pisses you off. And again, 
Like what 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 else do we have to say after all this time when it comes to the police? Now I know white people love saying comply, 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 comply. That word really fucks with me. Comply with the police and nothing will happen. You won't get shot. That's a lie. But my thing is this. If we all saw the Dante Wright video, he was nervous. He was scared. He was running away. What do you expect? Why do you have to shoot the man? Why do cops want to shoot individuals that are running away? My back is turned to you. In the case of Dante Wright, I'm in my car. You guys tried to handcuff me. Yeah, I didn't comply. I'm nervous. I'm trying to drive off. That means you should shoot me. I'm that big of a threat to society. So that just really, it just, it's just frustrating, man. It's frustrating. And again, as a black man, me personally, I laugh off a lot of situations that aren't funny. And I've said this plenty of times on my podcast. I laugh to prevent myself from crying because it's, it's if, if I don't laugh, then I'm going to have PTSD and I might do some fucked up shit out here in the streets. So it's. I have to laugh it off. I have to brush it off. I have to try to ignore these situations because it's traumatizing and it's uh it's demoralizing. What's up on the camera? Are we we going on and off. It's demoralizing. It's it's frustrating. It's all of those things. So again, mm-hmm. um I saw the Dante Wright video. The lady pulled her she 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 pulled hey, I know Cody fucking them wings up. He fucking that corn up. I'm sorry, y'all. But um, yeah. When I saw the Dante the Dante Wright video, the lady Kim Potter. I want to say that's her name, Kim Potter, because these cops who are on trial, you need we need to blast your name all over over every platform, okay? But Kim Potter, when she pulled her gun out, she had the gun pointed at the brother for at least five seconds. That's bullshit. At least five seconds. And as soon as he was about to draw off, you fired it. And then you want to say, oh, I shot him. No shit, you fucking shot him. You had the gun pointed at the nigga for four, five seconds. She knew what she was doing. And, and, the, apparent- fun, and, the, fun, and the funny thing is, like, I seen, I seen this video, and it was like, and this cop, like, demonstrated, like, you know, your tasers on your, t- your tasers on your right, and then, you know, your firearms on your left. Right. And... She knows. She knows. And she she's knows. been on the police force. I want to say for twenty plus years. Twenty five years. And I want to say she's in a in an elevated position. Like she's she a. I don't know the proper term or what's her uh, proper position, but she's elevated. So she knows what the fuck she's doing, and she wants to say, "Oh, I thought it was my taser, but you had the gun in your hand for more than three, four, five seconds, pointed at this guy." I can understand you pulling out some shit and immediately firing. But you pulled it out and you held it at the nigga. Oh, I'm sorry. You held it at the man for more than four or five seconds. So I don't buy that. Oh, I thought it was a taser. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. And I've been seeing this picture go around all social media. Nobody told your scary ass to be a cop. I'm tired of you scary motherfuckers getting into law enforcement. My thing is this. How easy is it to become a cop? It's easy as hell to become a cop. It seems like you niggas go through six weeks of training, a month and a half, and y'all got y'all's damn uh, police certificate. You're certified, right? 
How easy it to, is it to become a fucking cop? Now, y'all want to physically train these people more than you want to mentally train these people. Because mentally, these cops are scary, and they don't know how to de-escalate. Exactly. I mean, of course, for lack of a better term, pussy. Why are we shooting at men that are running away? Black men. Men and women that are unarmed. Why? Why are y'all so scared of us? Black men. The caucasity of you motherfuckers. That's a good word. So it's just... I mean, look, this is something that, unfortunately, as African-Americans, we're used to. And I'm sorry for whoever's watching this. If it seems as if I'm a little desensitized to the situation, it's because I am. I see so many of my brothers and sisters getting killed on the daily. And personally, you know, one of my closest, one of my close friends, he's like a brother to me. I'm not going to blast his name out on here, but he got into an incident with the cops and he got into an incident with the police and he, he was, I, honestly, he was going back and forth with the police officer. They were tussling and I just thank God. I thank the universe that he was not killed. Like I'm really thankful that they did not pull out and shoot him because according to his brother, he could have got he easily could have gotten a gun pulled out on him. So I'm thankful that that brother that I know and who I love is safe. But at the same time, he could have easily been killed. And according to his brother, he was telling the cops, yo, whatever you do, don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. Don't God. shoot him. So this hits close to home. It hits very close to home. And I'm just fatigued by just so many... I'm just fatigued of seeing black trauma all over the internet, especially when it comes to the police. Because this is just something we see often, very well often. Oh, you got anything to say, Stiff? But yeah, I, I'm just really yeah, going back to the mental training thing. I mean, really in anything, they even say in sports, like as, as a you know sports trainer, that it's 90% mental. 90% mental. It's a bunch of talented dudes out there. Yeah, it's a bunch of talented dudes out there or athletes, guys and girls. But you know, the ones that really excel to the top are the ones who not only, you know, physically train, but mentally train. It's all about your mental at the end of the day. Can you perform in these pressure situations? Exactly. So as a cop, yeah, you know you're going to be, you signed up for these pressure situations. You signed up for this environment. And when you sign up for these pressure situations, you're saying, I'm going to be able to handle myself for the safety of everyone in these situations. And my thing is this, in the Dante Wright situation, it's two other police officers with you. Exactly. What do you think is going to happen to you? So Are, are y'all that scared of black people? Are we that scary? Are we that intimidating? Really? Come on now. Cause this, cause this is what I'm saying. In 2021, you know, I, I like, I'm, I'm with y'all. I like, really don't believe this whole. I thought it was my taser. Fuck no, we don't believe that. But if that's what you're claiming, we don't believe you. We need more people. Yeah. So if that's what you're claiming, you're saying that the pressure of this situation was too much for you. Was yeah. so much for you. Overwhelmed you. That it made you confuse which weapon you was pulling. So therefore, you should definitely no longer be a cop ever again. But Cody, she's in a leadership position too. Yeah, oh, did that? She's that been in her thing. position twenty plus years, You've been and she's in a leadership system. position. You've been promoted through the system. I mean, we've seen this too many times, man. Um, what was her name? Who walked into the brother's apartment and killed the man? 
Amber Geiger in Dallas. I was living in Dallas. I'll never forget that. Um, I had a coworker. Excuse me. When I worked for Southwest Airlines, I remember she stayed in that same apartment complex with Botham Jean, rest in peace, uh, where that incident happened. And she said, white girl, she was trying to tell me it's fucked up, but I'm not going to lie. It is kind of confusing on which apartment's yours. So I kind of understand why she thought it was her apartment. I was like, fuck out of here, Alec. You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> we'll try, like, she was really trying to just... She was... She was trying to say it's fucked up, but she was trying to say because she lives at that apartment complex and I've been to that same apartment complex multiple times that it's I can understand how she would walk into the wrong apartment and think it was hers. That don't mean you start shooting. That don't mean you start shooting motherfuckers. Exactly. So, again, I I don't want to get into it on, on a tangent, but we've seen this time after time after time again. White people are so threatened by black people. They see us and they become nervous and they begin to shoot. And again, I don't think you should be in that high of a position if you can't handle a high-stress environment. Exactly. And again, how long are you motherfuckers being trained? Exactly. Because you got the physical capabilities, your endurance is up there, but your mental is all the way down on 10%. That's what I'm saying. Why? It, it, to me, it's just in this whole situation, I think Zach has said this before, teachers held more accountable in oh, their facts. jobs than, uh, what's the name? Than, 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 than police officers. If I touch a kid aggressively, he could he could have slapped me, would have cussed me out, said whatever, uh, talked to me sideways, put his hands on me. If I like just grip his neck too hard or something, they, exactly. They'll they be they'll make sure I never. I'm going to jail. Again. Never teach I'm, again. Yeah, I'm pro- oh yeah, I'm probably going to jail at least for a couple days. Facts, facts. No accountability for the police. But but then the police officers. No they, accountability. The, the the worst they get is administrative leave half the time. Administrative leave, and that's why we need to get rid of qualified immunity. Um, and then yeah, maybe the yeah. victims of these shootings, the families of these deadly shootings, should be able to sue the police officers directly, For right? Sure. Directly, because then if you get rid of qualified immunity in these situations, now, now you're able to really think, okay, if I kill this young man unarmed, they're gonna sue me directly, not the city. They're gonna sue me directly. And that's where we need to we need to update our laws. We need to update a lot of things within the United States of America. But specifically, we need to get rid of qualified immunity. Um, this week, man, it's just been so much fuck shit going on. That sergeant, and I gotta get this motherfucker's name right. He was he lives in South Carolina. Sergeant Jonathan Pent Pentland, a sergeant, Jonathan Pentland. And for all of the listeners and viewers, the sergeant, there was a young black man walking through a neighborhood. There was a bald, skinhead, white sergeant, apparently, who was basically bullying the young black man. Was that the video um, you were watching when I came over here yeah, the other day that, that uh, Gilly posted? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically, yeah, a law, a sergeant, Jonathan Pentland, in, in a South Carolina neighborhood, was basically bullying a young black man, telling him, you don't belong here, get the fuck out the neighborhood, pushing him for no apparent reason, right? Just abusing his power, right? See, like, it's hard. 
Look, I try not to talk about these situations for my white listeners just because I know y'all are tired of hearing about this. But shit, as black people, we tired of dealing with this bullshit, right? I'm walking in the neighborhood. I'm not loud. I'm not being... I'm not acting abrasive. I'm not acting crazy. I'm just walking through the neighborhood. And I got white people trying to bully me, trying to antagonize me, trying to tell me I don't belong in the neighborhood I live in, right? Right? That shit is fucked up that we got to deal with that. And I, I love I love the reaction to the situation because after that video went viral, I want to say everybody was at that sergeant's house the yeah, next yeah. day. So I'm outside of the club and you think I'm a park. I told you, mother, I ain't never scared. And apparently... That sergeant, Jonathan, let me let me get this nigga's name right. Jonathan Pentland, he claimed I had to leave the neighborhood because it wasn't safe for my family. Oh, now you feel threatened. Now you feel like your life's in danger because you had the whole hood at your shit, right? And, 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 and here's another thing. Them motherfuckers know who to try that with, right? They know who to try that shit with. I dare you motherfuckers to try that shit with me. I dare you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Knock on wood. I don't ever want to be in that situation. But you know who to try and who not to try, right? And y'all want to try a young brother who's harmless, no threat at all, and you want to punk him. But when all them niggas pull up to your crib, oh, you want to move and get out the neighborhood, right? And then you got Joe Biden want to tell us, hey, we shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Joe Biden, you a one-term president, my nigga. Like, you are not motivating at all. You don't inspire me at all. And it's just, it's always black people always got to be held in check whenever these type of situations go wrong. Hey, no looting. Um, You guys need to learn how to peacefully protest in these type of situations, right? But we never want to hold the institutions and the police officers accountable. Now, look, there was a lot of fucked up shit that's been going on with the police, but again, I'm used to it. I'm not going to go even further or more in-depth about that. Just know it's fucked up out here. And, man, we got to get shit together as Americans and just as human beings, man. Like, honestly. But I went off on a tangent um, let's go to commercial break. Um, I go by the name of Kurt James. You can follow me on Twitter. And my Twitter is locked, by the way. I can't access my Twitter account right now. So if y'all been tweeting me, I'm sorry. Uh, but my Twitter is at YoungKurt281. My Instagram, at YoungKurt713. Oh, and also my crew, my production crew out here. If you're looking to develop your basketball skills, male or female, Contact uh, at the HBA Hoops yeah. at the HBA Hoops on every platform, every social media platform. Houston Basketball Academy. If you're looking to develop your skills. Oh, and by the way, Showtime with Stiff podcast available on all <laughs> platforms. Showtime. We're already real talk. So we hopping into this commercial break. It's your boy Kurt James, Young Kurt. Yeah. So 
20 or 21. I think it's 20. Um, I'll, I have some off camera. In the Cup with Kurt James Podcast. I go by the name of Kurt James. And you know, I got my crew with me. Got my boy Showtime. Got my boy Cody in the building from HBA Hoops. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to boy Zach. Shout out, oh, yeah. Shout name. out to my brother Zach Jones out in Tulum, man. I got to take a trip to Mexico soon. My brother Chase got property out there. My nigga Chase ain't came back to Houston ever since. Ever since we had a winter storm, my nigga been in Mexico living his life. So I'm coming out there soon. Um, I'm looking for my passport as we speak somewhere around the crib. Um, mama, where my fucking passport at? We're going to find it, though. I ain't going to lie. No, we're going. I'm not going to lie. Talk to the mic, Cody. No, we are, cause you ain't been on no cruises with them, have you? No, I ain't no, because not. Nah, Me I was, neither. I Me fucking neither. Cruises like a nigga been on. Niggas been on cruises like a I motherfucker. I ain't been on no fucking cruise at all with none of these niggas. But you know what? It's cool. It's cold. Nigga, what the fuck? Hold up. I'm sorry, y'all. Nigga, I called you. You didn't answer my call. What the fuck? What the fuck? Damn, I'm so I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. We live, we live on air. Hey, hey, free my nigga Matt Jones, man. Free my nigga Matt Jones, man. What the fuck? What the fuck, man. The fuck, my nigga. You good, man? You good? Of course I'm good, man. It's my boy, good. Damn, I'm just glad they didn't shoot your ass, my nigga. Damn, hey, we could, hey, I'm gonna have to call. We, hey, we we, we gonna have to call you back though. We live. Hey, no, hey, we, we don't call you back at this time. We live recording the podcast. All right, all right, Sorry about that, y'all. Uh, my guy just called us back. I'm gonna have to bleep his name out. <laughs> I'm had to bleep his shit. I had to bleep his shit out for real for the podcast. But um, what's up? Yes, we need to get on the cruise ASAP. Very soon. Very soon. I have not been on a cruise ever in life. So Showtime I'm ready. And I'm Kurt ready James to, is dangerous. Oh yeah, it's dangerous, nigga. I'm trying to run some trains on some. Uh, well, actually, let me stop because my my mama and them be listening to this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, y'all don't. Hey, hey, I'm not, sorry. Let me stop. Let hey, me stop. Me, let me hey. stop this shit, man. Um, we on, we on, we on, we let's on. hop into this. Um, Usher, Usher, a little John. Ursha Bucks, Ursha Bucks. So real quick, I know when y'all hear this, this this story already passed, but y'all know I'm a strip club connoisseur, so we got to talk about it. Usher Bucks, man. So my guy Ursha Raymond, the goat, was trending the other day. Yeah. And apparently Usher or Ursher, however you say his name, was at a establishment at a at a gentleman's club, a strip club, in Las Vegas, where he has a residency, and. Apparently, he tipped a lot of the young women with his own Usher Bucks. Now, in hindsight, I did my research, and it turns out that Usher did tip with real money, with his own money. And as he was leaving the club, he tipped a lot of the... He uh, left behind some Usher Bucks. So, Usher did tip in real money. He did tip in real money. But this story still had me intrigued. Usher Bucks... Usher Bucks, Usher, Usher. Now, in hindsight, I think it's a good promotion idea, right? Because everybody's talking about Usher now. Everybody's talking about Usher Bucks. Um, 
and then with NT, with what, what, what I said, NT, yeah, with, with, with NFTs popping nowadays, that shit might blow up. So, Usher, I don't blame you at all as a strip club connoisseur. Um, I would love to pull some shit off like that, throw some money with my face on it. <laughs> I would not mind doing that at all. But uh, Usher, I can see your NFT popping from this, and I might have to buy me an Usher NFT after <laughs> real quick. Just because you never know in this space that we're living in today, Stiff, you never fucking know. Like a lot of my homies, um, I want to say Dre texted me and a couple other homies told me, man, Dodgecoin is up right now. A lot of partners. Here, talk to the mic real quick. Uh, Nick, Nick, give them the mic. Uh, call the mic real quick. We're talking about... Yeah, Dodgecoin went crazy. Dodgecoin went crazy. Have you invested any in Dogecoin? I, I have not. Because the one thing, like, Dogecoin... I was hesitant. I, 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 all the cryptos that I've been, like... It's on, like... I, it's on my little watch list, you yeah. know, when you, when you get on Coinbase or whatever. But... And I've been, like, like studying its trends and its charts a little bit. But, like, when you actually study its usage and right. its... You know, actual like you know purpose. Right. It doesn't like stick to me as much as some of the other ones that I've got like you know committed more into. Right. And again, no one man should have all that power. Kanye West said it first. Elon Musk having this much power over a currency, ah, it just it gives me cause to pause. The, right. But that gives me the see to me like it went up. It did cool. go up. I, I wish I would have invested. Nah, yeah. But because me, I, would I don't probably know, be, I don't know if it's ever gonna be consistent or if it's ever gonna last. Exactly. But I'm thinking though, if I would have invested at least, let's say I invested five hundred in Dogecoin or a thousand oh, early no, you, on. Oh no, you have. We a, could probably be up right now. We could probably sell yeah. and collect a lot on that. So I would, I would just say, do your research when it comes to these cryptos and. Don't be on the sideline. Get into this investment game because we're living in some strange times right now. And it's better to have your money invested than to have it just sitting in the bank doing nothing, honestly. Or to be spending it on bitches who only want to eat and 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 Don Julio shots. Yes. <laughs> but yes, Dogecoin is up right now for all my guys invested in Dogecoin. Shout out to you guys for having the foresight again. As young stiff, young Cody mentioned, um, the usability of the coin has kind of, um, it's kind of, um, it's prevented me from wanting to invest in it because I don't know enough about the technology specifically behind it. Because cryptos, I think you have to be aware of the technology, right? Like what's it being used for? And again, I'm no expert. I'm I, st I watch my Earn Your Leisure videos just like all of y'all do. And if you don't, hop on to Earn Your Leisure. Uh, they will put you on game about a lot of things. And again, as black men, we need to have multiple streams of income and we need to be investing into this crypto market because, hey, who knows? Another coin might pop up. Exactly. And then you can you can uh, invest your money into it and then flip it and sell. So, um, but off that, off of the cryptocurrencies, I just know it's popping nowadays. We're recording on a Friday. So all of my Dogecoin investors, shout out to y'all. I'm jealous. But at the same time, my time will come. <laughs> Don't worry. Do not worry. Because when one of these stocks pop off or when one of these hoes flip that I invested in, oh my goodness. Oh, hey, yeah. Steph, we, 
It's coming. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We taking a trip, bro. I quick. see it. It's gonna happen eventually. You putting in, you put in the hours. You put in the time. You put in the hours. You study. You actually know what you're investing in. And then you go execute. At some point, the the the, the interest gonna compound. Exactly. You'll come across the next wave. But shout out to my guys out there in Dogecoin. Um, I was not one of the early investors, so I did not get to take advantage of that. But let's move on from that. Um, real quick, what else is going on? Uh, new music, new music. Double R. I guess, I guess we hop right into a double R. Big Scar. <laughs> now. My cousin Cody, this man loves him some Big Scar. I'll tell you that. Ever since we went out to Seaside Lounge about a month ago, Big Scar has been in steady rotation. Steady rotation. Every time I come over to his house or we all, or, or I'm in the Lincoln, Big Scar is blasting in the whip. Blasting in the whip. Now, I heard Big Scar did just drop a new project. I don't know what it's called. Big Grim Reaper. Big Grim Reaper. Um... <laughs> And I want to say I got a couple homegirls who promote out in Dallas. He's having an album release party right now as we speak today out in Dallas. Wow. For for the big Grim Reaper. But let's give a review of the project real quick. Off first listen. Um, off first listen, solid project. Solid project. Um, I haven't listened to the entire thing. He has a lot of songs on there that I've already heard. The um the So Icy Boys one two and three my personal favorite is So Icy Boys two So Icy Boys two go So crazy. Icy Boys two is <laughs> dumb <laughs> hey love that record I'm Nick that, that was, love that record that, that was the Memphis gotta have it <laughs> the Memphis <laughs> <laughs> wow that's hey but I fuck with that though I fuck with that whole heavy So Icy Boys two I'm mad End Zone wasn't on the project uh, yes. that's like your biggest street single. Why is it not on the project? But I digress. Um, I wasn't... Look, the first couple songs was cool to me. Um, I really started to tap in after that song with Gucci. Gucci had a song, I want to say, in there early. Was it called All All In? Something. I'm sorry, listeners. Cody Talk. I'm um, I'm trying to remember the song with Gucci. Is it No no Ball? Oh, it might be that might be it. Yes. Big big scar balling in LA. Okay. <laughs> balling like balling in LA from Frozone, balling in LA, Joe Dirt. No that ball. I fuck with. Shout out to Baby K. Solid project from Big Scar. Solid debut project. I want to see a debut project with records I've never heard before, but this will definitely be in rotation. One of the few young guys that I mess with in the rap game. But Big Scar, solid project in my opinion. I know, I know my, I know my cuz fuck with you heavy. Yeah, so heavy I mean, on yeah, the Big like Scar. You said, it was already like five, six tracks that was already out from it. That's been in rotation for me. But I, I went through pretty much all of it. I, I, I think I missed like two songs at the end. So to get my full review, I gotta finish those two. But from what I hear. You know, I, 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 I've been on it all day. Heavy in rotation. Heavy in rotation. I still, I, I, I need to. It stopped me from listening to Conway so far today, and what's the name? And speaking of Conway, and uh, and the and the thug and the thug Gunner, and you know, you know how much I rock with Gunner. Oh, oh, you love Gunner, but Scar might be up there for you. 
Scar might he, be up there for you off he, rip. He is my, my number one as far as just brand new, up and coming. It's like, you know, it's fresh right Up now. and coming artist, fresh. I love the sound. I love his voice. Scar does have a good voice. Uh, content, it's probably similar to a lot of these street rappers, but his voice and his delivery, I fuck with heavy. Um, but Conway the Machine just dropped. If you guys don't fuck with Conway, he's he's a part of Griselda. You've heard us talk about Griselda, Cody, and a couple podcasts we talk about them. Griselda is West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher. Um, Conway dropped the album La Maquina, and it's solid. It's solid. I like it better than Big Scar's album, 11 songs. Um, I mean, they're two completely different yes, artists. It's, it's, it's <laughs> two, different two completely different artists, but um, Conway, great record. I would say a couple of my favorite songs I'll first listen. Clarity, KD, 200 Pies. KD sounds like it go crazy. 200 Pies and Scatterbrain. 200 pounds like 200 pies sound like it go crazy too. And scatter yeah, 200 pies with two chains. Uh and scatterbrain got Ludacris and Jid on there. Y'all know I'm a Ludacris okay. guy. Luda and Jid, yeah. Beat is fire as soon as you turn it on. So Conway the Machine, another solid project. I want to say Conway might be the best rapper out of um Griselda. I used to think it was Benny cuz Benny is the star. But as far as best rapper, Conway, man, Conway, I was telling, I was telling Conway, Nick, crazy, I was telling Nick crazy Nick, on the when, raps. When, when uh, Nick was like asking me earlier on the phone about Conway, like who is he and like all that, and I was like, you know, he went Benny the Butcher and them. I was telling him about Gazelle and stuff, and then I was like, been shot in the face. Yeah, and I was like, really, you know, like Benny, probably the most versatile, like as far as like you know, I give you that wide fan base. You know, make like his music is not like. Pop. I'm not trying to say he, he's the most mainstream and none of them are mainstream. Exactly. Exactly. He is the most like, yeah, you said mainstream out of mainstream those three who could like reach, you know, more diverse crowds. But uh, and he got a Drake feature. It, it, it ain't out yet, but he got a Drake feature. So yeah. I'm interested in hearing that record but, if it ever comes out, exactly. if it ever comes out, Drake might leak it. You know, Drake be like, yo, if it's not going to be a single, I'm going to leak this shit. Yeah. My camp going to leak it. Uh, leak it, I mean. But um, but Conway, no, but Conway. Like, Con, but I was telling him like Conway, low key, probably the best like rapper. Conway's like, a rapper. Like rapping, he's hey, projects. Hit. I would recommend. He dropped a project before this called From King to a God, and then he dropped like a seven track EP. It's called Lulu. I would definitely fuck with Lulu. Who would you compare him to? Like? Ooh, comparison. It's hard to compare, but. Yeah, yeah. I would say he's more. I would compare him to maybe somebody from the locks, like Jada Kiss, Chic Luke, Styles P. He's more within that bag as far as lyrical Kiss. New York niggas. He he he's a lyr super lyrical New York nigga. I feel like the Jada Kiss was a good comparison. Jada Kiss or yeah Styles P, Chic Luke, the locks. I would compare him. I would put him in that box. But I would go back and listen to Lulu. It's it's like a seven song EP, so it's easily digestible, and you can really um, and you can really um, just go through that quick get a feel for for who he is. But yeah, go back and listen to that project, Cody. Uh, La Maquina. 
I'm on uh, eleven. So you know, I'm on, I'm on it tomorrow. You know, Griselda, they give us short, concise projects. And that's 11, what I need. Eleven songs. I love that. Eleven records. I need that. No, so I need that. So I'm I'm on it tomorrow for sure. For shit. Show. What else came out? Uh, Slime language two. I did not get a chance to listen I to the entire it. project. It's twenty three songs. So I only heard the first song, Slatty. <laughs> Slatty oh, Lord. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm getting old. <laughs> we, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Slatty. Slatty. You know, Slatty. Right. Bro, it, it gets yeah, difficult. Gun, for... Yeah, gun around already. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Bro, I'm gonna keep it G. And Thug won't say my age or older. What? It get difficult for me when like when I when I hear gunner. And when I say that, could because I'm such a little baby. Difficult. Fan. What do you mean? I'm such a little baby fan, but like when I hear Gunna, like sometimes like, cause I, I fuck with both heavy, so it's like I don't know who better, but for me it's like whoever like drop at the time. That's why I say who. That's why I say who. Better. I say baby better, but Gunna. Gunna's flow is just impeccable. Gunna's flow is is I love. And his he flow. doesn't miss on it. Like he just. I, hey, hey Cody, Cody said, "Give me the hey, mic." I tell y'all, this next. I, I, he's I, a gunner, nigga. Talk to the mic. Yeah, I'm definitely biased, but I feel like by this next album, nigga loves gunner. By this next album, it's going the 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 tide will be turning a little bit. It's not going to shift completely to the other side. It's going to be a conversation. But I feel like because it's starting to be more one now. I, I actually seen it on Twitter. It was like a meme. Gunner and baby conversation. It was like somebody was like. Basically saying like once you like became enlightened, it was like you know like what's that song they had together? Sold our dates. Sold our dates. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're like I'm, which one? I was like they got hella songs together. <laughs> yeah, they got hella. Oh, they had a tape together. They got a whole tape. I forgot they had a tape together. You right. You right. You right. You right. You right. You right. <laughs> they got a whole tape together. I forgot. Never recover. All that shit. Hell yeah. But yeah, so I'm like, I'm on Twitter. I seen it was like one of those memes. It was like you know. One person was like the like low aura, not enlightened, and the other person was like high aura, highly enlightened. Yeah. Or whatever. And they was like showing like the different like glows in the body or whatever. And it was like <laughs> it was and it was like basically the meme was saying like like when you when you realize gunna is better than baby, you have become enlightened. Mm. <laughs> but the thing is about mm. baby is just like Hold up, hold up, talk to the mic. We can't hear you. I say like the difference for me is like I feel like little babies like, like little baby like they both have flows like that's like that's the that's that's their strong point like that's their strength is their flow, and you know like yeah so baby does have a nice flow. Sometimes it's hard to compare the two because now like one thing I will say is like little baby can, can be more like lyrical like yeah more lyrical like he can get in touch with like, I agree with his vulnerable side as you would say you know what I'm saying because he. He's more of a flow guy, and so is Ghana. But I that that's why I give Baby the edge is 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 with his lyricism. Yeah, like like topic wise, like Gunna talking about the Gunna gonna talk about that Birkin bag, that bitchy fucking that racy. Stop, Gunna! Shit, I'm tired of getting these bitches Birkin bags. I ain't never got one, but damn, stop. Like he like like, 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 like that's rich what he's niggas. Talking. God like, damn. Like he ain't never really talk about like 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 sentimental shit or like you know what I'm saying some real he shit. Do he do he he'll, he'll do he, he do. Hey, see, yo, that's how you know Cody fuck with God. And Cody over here like, no, he do get sentimental, hey, nigga. Hey, like, like, Win. Like, 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 Mick Gala, he low-key, I ain't gonna lie. Like, that song, Mick Gala, 
he low key was talking like he was talking his shit on that hoe, bro. Like he was, but not just is that the you know no California no 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 like, uh, Betty's it all, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, like, it, like, nah, both them niggas talented though. But as far as like the the whole slime language, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like from what I heard, I mean, how was the Drake record, nigga? We know you are a resident I Drake even, fan. I, I, even go I haven't, I haven't, I didn't listen to the Drake record, we but I saw it trending. We, we, we'll listen to it after this. Okay, but but what do you think about it off rip? Just real quick, real quick uh, opinion. I ain't gonna lie, I mean, Drake just. Drake did his he, thing. He, he gave me, he gave me what I expected. Like you know, what he'll come on his whole. What's the overall record production? Like I mean, Drake. Drake I mean, Drake is the flow master. So like, Drake, Drake is very adjustable to his flow. And one thing people don't want to give him credit for, and it's very a small, it's a very small detail, but Drake enunciates all his words, and I can hear everything he says. But the overall song, you fuck yeah, with it? Uh, yeah, gonna ache that whole thug. Like it, it was. It I was, mean, you post. I mean, I mean, you posted it to our uh, group chat. It was so. what I, it, it's what I expected. Like, is it what you expected? Okay. Time and slime, time and provide for me. What were you gonna say about? Uh, I I know you wanted to make a comment about uh about Gunna. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back what I was gonna say. We were talking no, about yeah, yo, Gunna lyricism. Okay. Like, cause I mean, I'll give you that. Baby has, and he don't have a bunch. Cody love Gunna, y'all. But baby got baby does have like a few tracks like emotionally scarred and maybe one other. One of my favorite baby songs, emotionally that, like, scarred. Is completely. Just yeah, like more like sentimental lyricism, yeah, like, lyrical. But no, for one, Gunna definitely got wordplay in 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 lyrics. If you really listening, he just smooth with it. He just yeah, <laughs> okay. But I'm, but he'll and it, like he don't have a bunch of just full song. Like he don't have an emotionally scarred. I'll give you that. Where it's like just one track. It's that's just probably straight, my favorite baby song. Like just straight sentimental, straight you know from the heart like. But gonna even all them them songs where he talking about Birkins and all that. If you listening, he gonna throw in some like some real shit in there. And he do got a few tracks here and there. Like don't play like that uh, that play around. Oh, you be hearing me listen to that hoe. I do that play around. Like he talking that real in there. <laughs> he do he do. I gotta give Gunna a more in depth listen. But, but I do fuck with Gunna. I'm not gonna say I don't rock with him. But the way he flows like. It makes it sound like so soothing. It don't even like make you feel like him, like he talking about like pain or like you know, like when baby, when you hear emotionally scarred, like you feel pain. You, you can hear baby in his tone. Yeah, exactly. Like I was saying, like Gunna's still Gunna's tone it. is so smooth. I don't think he going through nothing. <laughs> exactly. He's so smooth. I'm like, okay, Gunna, you sound good. Flow is immaculate, but what are you talking about? Exactly. What are you saying, so my so, nigga? So, like when you actually listen, to half the time I don't know what he's saying. Exactly. You know I'll be on the slow to reverb. Yeah. I promise you. Like, hell after, yeah, hell yeah. One of the main reasons why I know Gunna lyrics so well is because of the amount of slow to reverb I be on. Facts. This nigga loves slow to reverb. So, so I hear the slow and reverb, and then so now when I listen to it sped up again, like I can hear what he's saying better now because I know what it say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel that. Gonna, I'm waiting for the next project. So, I'm waiting for the next project. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say I'm waiting, but I will be listening with an active ear 
Uh, shout out to Scar. Shout out, shout out to Conway for releasing music. You know, a lot of artists right now, they're scared to release music because they can't tour. But at the same time, as things start to open back up, I think we'll slowly start to see more artists dropping records. So well, I'm hoping Shikes so. They've they been on tour. They've well, they, been, nigga, they in the South. They don't give yeah, a fuck. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> in the South, Shiesty just dropped the project. So did Scar. So they going on tour. Ace. They going on tour. ASAP. So Icy Boys getting bread for shit show. Um, real quick, y'all. I'm still here. Sorry for looking at. My book. Um, I was like in an interview with them. Shicey said, "Shit, money. My money went up." Coronas. <laughs> nigga, everybody's saying that. Pandemic. Niggas love saying that. Pandemic. Pandemic. Which I do understand. But uh, real quick, let's before we head up out of here. Um, shout out to D Wade, man. D Wade, apparently minority owner. Uh, he he just joined the ownership group, uh, for the Utah Jazz. Apparently, him and this guy named Ryan Smith, he's a tech entrepreneur. Ryan Smith and his wife, they're majority owners of the Utah Jazz. And D-Wade has been, um, he's been fucking with Ryan Smith for a minute. Like, they've been cool. Okay. And apparently, that's how he became a part of this ownership group for the Utah Jazz. Now, I did see a statement from Mickey Harrison, the owner for the uh, Miami Heat. He said that he did offer... Um, D-Wade an opportunity to join an ownership group, but at the time, I guess D-Wade's schedule, this is what Mickey Harrison said. I don't know what's what's the true story, Yeah. but I, I guess D-Wade's schedule didn't allow him to become a part of that ownership group, according to Mickey Harrison. Okay. But, which I'm like, <laughs> my, I, I still think it's some shit that happened behind the scenes that we don't know, because I'm like, if I'm D-Wade, Wade County, I want to own the Heat, not the Utah Jazz. But, hey, if the Utah Jazz going to give me a sweeter deal, fuck it. Yeah. Exactly. So, shout out to D-Wade for joining an ownership group with the Utah Jazz. I love to see former black athletes in these type of ownership uh, positions, leadership positions. I'm very proud of him. Um, it's just a good look. And I love D-Wade. I love D-Wade, what D-Wade stand for. Very solid guy. I mean, come on now. Who doesn't love D-Wade? Well, actually, I know a lot of black people who criticize D-Wade because of... His son? Yeah, because of his stance on his transgender son, which... I can understand you disagreeing with it, but at the same time, you can't blame the man for like loving his child. Exactly. You can't blame the man for loving his child, but at the same time, you know how our parents were raised. And you know how we are raised. We're raised on different principles. We have more education about certain things that our parents didn't have education on. So, because my mom got a problem with D-Wade, too, with that whole situation with his son slash daughter. So, but I always tell her, yo, D-Wade is one of the best human beings out there. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, D-Wade is about it, about it. I fuck with D-Wade. So, shout out to D-Wade becoming an owner with the Utah Jazz, he's a part of our ownership group. I love to see black athletes, especially black men who have values and honor in these type of positions. So shout out to D-Wade. I fuck with you. Third best two-guard of all time. James Harden, you're not better than D-Wade. Fuck out of here, nigga. Not top five shooting guard all time. James Un Harden, not top five? I know that's an unpopular opinion in Houston. After D-Wade, who you After got? After D-Wade, AI. I, I got AI as a point guard. Okay. And Jerry West. Well, I said two guard. 
Yes, I mean, I said, AI is a two guard. I said some people got AI as a as a point, but yeah, to me, AI is a two. He okay. Was a two. And Jerry West. And Jerry West. Jerry West over uh, Harden. Yes. I mean, I'm, y'all know me. I'm a I'm a Rockets fan, so I'm not gonna give James Harden any type of credit. I'm not, I'm gonna try to be as objective as possible, which is why I gave Cody a look like. Really, James Harden not top five. But if you is it because yeah, it, you know it, it's hard to remember to go back there for he him. close. Yeah, no, he definitely like I, I respect he the close. Argument. I respect the argument. If somebody think James Harden top five, I can respect it. Hey, I'm not respecting top three though. I'm not. Oh no, that. I'm not respecting not, top three. All you the, niggas trying to start that conversation, fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I don't respect the top three, but I respect the top five. But to me, he not top five because you really go back one. I don't think I should have to explain AI. I think people remember AI enough. Pound for pound, people say Gray I one of the greatest hoopers ever. Said AI is pound five, for pound. AI is five eleven. Michael Jordan. If we being real. If we being real, no cap. Yeah. No cap. No kizzy. But if we being real, yeah. AI. But to talk pound about Jerry West briefly, if you one, I mean, you can say that he lost a bunch of championships. He lost to a bunch of championships to a team that had eight All the Famers on it. <laughs> so okay, like that's gonna happen. Eight so, Hall of Famers. He, he, he still won a finals. Harden don't got like if we if Harden had finals and you want to talk about Jerry West losing in all these finals, then okay, you got me. But Harden, what he ain't won shit. So what are we talking about here? Exactly, haven't and, won shit. Harden and, has great numbers, but he shoots the ball if hella. We go, if we go to the numbers though, you could say it was a different era. But Jerry West averaged forty for a season. With no three point line, no three point line. Where they was, where they was punching niggas if you go to the lane. And he, he was, <laughs> they was, was clothesline on white boys if they come to the lane. What you mean? But he, he, he was a shooter with no three point line. So you give him a three point line, that forty in, in a season might be fifty in a season. So what are we talking about here? So, I mean, like I said, I can respect respect if you got Harden over him, but I don't. I feel that. I damn sure don't got hard in top five shooting guard ever. He got to prove some shit to me, okay? And just like Dr. J say, and how you feel about that? Dr. J said them niggas buying a championship. <laughs> he said something like that. He said they trying to buy a championship. <laughs> I love Dr. J. Dr. J a real nigga. Hey, he's old, these old school catches. <laughs> It's like, we trying to get it out the mud. I have to come out the ABA on y'all motherfuckers. And y'all over here, <laughs> I couldn't even get in the league. And y'all boys over here. <laughs> y'all over here demanding trades. Acting at, wearing fat suits. <laughs> wearing fat suits. And then this nigga, Lamarcus all just retired? Yeah. I just saw that shit. Like, yeah. That's sad, man. I told you I ain't been on Twitter. My shit, I'm locked out of my Twitter account. I didn't know he was retiring, yeah, but I heard it was for like a medical issue, like yeah, like, so like some like, Chris Bosh shit. Yeah, so like apparently he's had issues ever since he's been in the NBA with a regular heartbeat. Since Portland. Since he's been like rookie In the year. league. Oh, since rookie he's league. Been in the year. Like, he had surgery his rookie year, like either right before it or right after it or something. Can't remember exactly, but it was in 06, 07 when he got drafted. And he, uh, he has had issues with a regular heart heartbeat his whole career. And apparently the other night, he was saying that it was the worst he's ever, like, experienced. One of those, like, irregular heartbeat moments. And, it, like, just scared him. Like, I mean, he didn't say it, but you can tell. Basically, like, it just scared him enough to where it felt so, you know, life-threatening or dangerous that he was like, I just don't 
I can't risk my life anymore. I retire right now. I was wondering because you know I'm, I'm I'm working from home now, so I on one of my breaks I saw that he was retiring from the NBA, and I had no idea why. Then I realized it was medical. So prayers up to excuse me, prayers up to Lamarcus Aldridge and his family. Um, damn man, I, I hate to see. A he brother's career sidelined for yeah, a medical out, like, a medical injury. Terms, especially yeah, like, that's tough. Like, I mean, Marcus Aldridge, like, you, whether you're a fan of him or not, like, he always, to me at least, seemed like most, if you, like, if you fuck with basketball, like, you respect LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, he was always quiet, low-key, like, didn't he, say much. I never heard nobody say, like, oh, I don't fuck with LaMarcus Aldridge. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's why I was shocked that so, like, he I was want, having such an issue in, in uh, San Antonio. Yeah, low-key. But I uh, was extremely shocked. Like but, why sign there? Why sign to the Spurs? Period. If you, he was supposed to be the franchise player going to there or whatever. But I think that's why he went there originally. But um, no, what I was saying about Lamarcus Aldridge though was like, as far as like people fucking with him, you know, like even though obviously I'm rocking with the show for the for the ring. If Lamarcus would have got a ring, I'd have been like, I'd have been okay. Lamarcus Aldridge got him a little ring. Got him a little ring. You know what I'm saying? But so, and like he didn't even get to really. Go after it like he wanted to. Yeah. The ring matters. The ring still matters. Uh, I mean, rings matter, but I don't think it's. I don't think it matters as much as. I don't think it matters as much as the media uh, portrays. It's not the end all be all. Exactly. I like that. I like that. It's not the end all be all. Because exactly, like AI is one of the greatest ever. He don't have a ring. Exactly. And again, I've heard people say it don't feel like AI doesn't have a ring. Exactly. Like you still feel like AI a champion. Honestly, he definitely like he the people's champion for shit show. And it's certain niggas with multiple rings who like certain superstar players with multiple rings that their respect ain't as solid. Exactly. I like that. It's not as solid. So I hate that we have this narrative that you have to have a championship. You have to have a ring. No, like Chris Paul will be one of the greatest ever, but he ain't got no ring. But it nobody would ever question Chris Wall's intellect, his skill set, his heart. You will never question any of those things. Exactly. So. But you gotta ask yourself. Sometimes you gotta ask yourself, like, like the ones that do elevate their teams, their Yeah, the ones that I do mean, elevate themselves. But at the same time, you gotta look at the situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's only certain niggas who pulled a D Wade in 06 where D Wade went down 02 and then started averaging, what, 40 a game? Yeah, 35 for the series. 35 for the series. So I wouldn't be surprised, though, if them four Come games was like 40. <laughs> like I said, I, th- I think, I mean, we've had this conversation off mic. I think that's one of the greatest finals performances ever. Individually? That's for sure my top five. Individually, that might be one of the greatest ever. Definitely. Even though I felt like they was calling hella fouls on D-Wade, he was still getting to the rim at will. At, at will. will. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, man, I don't think rings hold as much weight as the media likes to portray. But at the same time, they do matter. Because a nigga like Carmelo, I think Carmelo's a Hall of Famer. Compare him to a nigga that got rings. I'm trying to think of small you forward. Compare, you can compare him to D-Wade. That's the, <laughs> if you want to, like that's if you talk about like legacies, like what's different between... I mean, Mello. I got D-Wade over Melo because D-Wade carried the team. Exactly, but that's why. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a small forward who got a ring and compare his career to Carmelo Anthony. For LeBron. Not Le- I mean, Le- come on, LeBron KD. is. 
But so you saying somebody a little more? I mean, KD. Yeah, I mean that's a because you could say like, KD got his rings on a seventy-three win team. I mean, shit, put Prime Mello on the fucking Warriors. Yeah, but I'll tell you this: so the Prime one, Mello, the Prime is Prime Mello the best player on that team? That's not what it's about, though. To me, that's not the what best it's player about. on that team. Yeah. It's it's a toss up between him and Steph. It's toss up. It's toss up between him and Steph, in my opinion. What do you think? No. Okay, Nick. Okay, difficulty of championship. Like you gotta think, if you would have put any superstar, like you put Giannis, yeah, Kawhi, yeah, put a prime Kobe, a prime D Wade, right. They would have won the motherfucking rings too. That's like, but Nick, that's like, okay, with LeBron, them, them two he got with the Heat. No. You put a, you, that's a lot. If you put a Kobe, he's getting that shit. You put a prime KD. I don't know. I don't know. You put, you put I don't a know. Shaq, because the they lost the first one. I'm talking about the two they won. Yeah, two they won. I know. I know. One prime Kobe not, not losing that first one. Tell you that right now. <laughs> right now, he's not losing that motherfucker. Prime Kobe, yeah. Prime Kobe. Prime Kobe is Whoa. not losing to the I'm Mavericks. Not, I'm not taking no LeBron slander in this hoe. No, no, no. But he might have a point because LeBron. How about that 3-1 lead, though? Hey, mother, because I, I, LeBron I, I, didn't have that killer instinct that year. Okay, he he did it. up until the finals for some reason. He was killing niggas up until the finals. No, he was. Like, he, he, he had a drop-off. A major drop-off. What are you saying? I don't think he would have got down three one damn near to them niggas. Okay, so okay, okay. <laughs> to be okay. Even oh. though they got swept, wait, did they get swept by the Mavericks that year? No, they did get swept that year. No, no they, 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 they went six. 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 It was okay, sick. in 2011, I'm trying to make sure. Yeah, it was six games. Okay, it went six. It went six. It went six. Okay, it went six. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure. Oh yeah, they won four straight. I think. No facts. Most, a lot of people not, not. A lot of people, but, but people but not coming back. Hold on. No facts. You do. We're not saying LeBron not on that level though. We're not saying that. We're not saying that. We're not saying that. Oh no, I was clearing the air because no, I don't like that. I didn't like that. Any talking about oh Kobe wouldn't have did that shit versus Mavericks, but like okay Kobe wouldn't have did that shit versus the Golden State Warriors. Hold on, we got to finish off drinking on That's bullshit. But what I was trying to say before, before we even got to this subject, because oh, you were trying off. to discredit KD's ring with Golden State, and I know a lot most niggas do. A lot of people like, do. Because you, like you said, you put another superstar in that position. There's, it's a lot. It's a lot of niggas. If you switch, if you switch a superstar and, and put them on the team that won the championship for one of their superstars, not, them I'm niggas not, win it too. I'm not validating that shit. Like, don't get me wrong. No, let's be real. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You don't have a mic. Let's not go into this right now. We'll talk about it off mic because we gotta because we gotta finish the pod. Oh, yeah. We gotta we gotta finish the pod. We'll talk about this off mic. I'm sorry for the listeners because Nick don't have a mic, so we'll talk about this uh, once we finish the podcast. Uh, real quick, damn, it's a lot of injuries in the NBA right now. Donovan Mitchell just got injured. You said, um, damn, 
I don't know. I still got Joel Embiid as my MVP this year. Um, Jokic on the on the, on the sneak come up. Jokic on the sneak come up. Damn, I'm mad Jamal Murray toy shit. But yeah, that's what's really gonna hurt hurt his chances if they don't win enough. If they don't win enough games because they lost Murray. I still got Embiid getting the MVP, yeah, I and Embiid I got. Right now, I'm telling y'all, I still got. I still got. I still got the Nets come. Uh, the Sixers coming out. I got Sixers I, I, coming I, I, out, I, I, man. Nets ain't got. To, Nets ain't got enough chemistry for me. To me, it, 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 unless. But unless if Kyrie keep playing like this, Kyrie playing like crazy. Unless it's real health issues. To me, this is nobody in the East that's enough. To me, the only thing that's enough is LeBron and, James. And Ben got to step his shit up. Yeah, because Ben got ben to gotta go next level. And I ain't ben got to go it. next level. I ain't level. got faith in it. I still got Nets. Um, I said Sixers. Nets Clippers. That was my... I mean, I had a Sixers Clippers originally. Even though the Clippers do look good with Rondo. But at the same time, Lake Show coming back. So LeBron said the storm is arriving. I don't know. But we'll get off that real quick. Um... TV shows before we end this. So we just checked out WandaVision recently. I did my binge on it. WandaVision, fantastic. Great show. Definitely oh, a nice man. little plot twist in there. Love the plot twist. Initially, I was I was a bit concerned because Very the, concerned. the whole sitcom aspect was not bringing me in. I was not that enticed. Was cheesy. Very cheesy. I said, okay, if it's going to be like this the entire show, I can't watch it. But I listened to everyone who I fuck with who has credibility, they said, no, watch it past the third episode, you'll be okay. And they were right. I love the episode, love the concepts. Shit, I'm waiting for season two. Facts. I'm waiting for season two. So uh, WandaVision, I love what y'all did with that. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. New shit. episode tonight. We watching that shit tonight, episode five. Whenever we finish this podcast, we on Falcon and the Winter Soldier next. So Marvel, um... Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Keep doing your thing, Marvel. Marvel just, they know how to bring people in. They know how to make the the customer interested and feel invested into the show. I love everything Marvel's doing. Um, So, yeah, we're going to watch that tonight as well. What else? Um, Snowfall. Snowfall. I'm, I'm, I'm almost hurt the season's about to come to an end. So you watched it, right? Big so facts. when they so when they kill man boy, and then fucking uh and the Jerome put the hands on on, on Franklin. <laughs> I feel Franklin though. I feel Franklin. He, he Franklin don't want his uncle to die. Exactly. So he said, "Yo, let them know I did everything. I got my ass whipped just to keep your ass alive." And I fuck with Franklin, but at, at the same time, I fuck with Jerome. Yeah. Jerome said, Jerome said, yo, we start, start headhunting niggas. And they said, fuck Franklin. We better, we better start headhunting niggas in a Jerome don't give a fuck. And then my nigga Jerome got the uh got the AR. Nigga took out Man Boy whole crew. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Took out Man Boy whole crew real quick. Hey, Jerome on Savage time right now. Then he then he hit on girl. <laughs> hey, then he shot old girl in the back like, bitch, hold up. <laughs> this is an all fuck that you shot my bitch. Hey, he want to shoot them two stripper bitches. He ready. He ready to get he, them. He was itching. He ready. He like let them fuck off one time. Let them fuck. I don't care. <laughs> so yeah, snowfall. Damn. Uh, they just got renewed for season five. I'm loving everything about this season. Um, 
I think they're going to keep Teddy alive. They got to, at least for they a little while They got to longer. because old girl got to come back next season, season five. Uh, the girl Gustavo's in love with. What's her name? Damn, I forgot, I forgot her I name. Is it Marcella? Some shit. I can't remember. I'm moving around because I got to piss. Um, <laughs> shit, this is it. In the Cover Kurt James Podcast, episode 20. Y'all subscribe to In the Cover Kurt James Podcast on all platforms. I go by the name of Kurt James. Y'all listen to the Showtime with Stiff Podcast, available wherever you stream your podcast. And again, if you're in Houston and you hoop and you're looking to develop your basketball skills, contact uh, Houston Basketball Academy on all social media platforms at the HBA Hoops, okay? Shout out to my guy Zach Jones out in Tulum. Shout out to Arlene. Yeah, in the cover, Kurt James Podcast, episode 20. I got to go piss. Yeah, let's get it.